What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I figured the best way to restart these Tuesday episodes would be with what I learned this week on tips to avoid ending up with a small wiener in your mouth. Let's fucking go. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to another five minute, or maybe not today, episode every Tuesday on Almost Adulting with me, your bestie, your big sis, and your host, Violet Benson. My Tuesday episodes are for the besties who are not into podcasts, don't have the time to listen to a full hour, just need that quick little pep talk. So, right now, do not forget to subscribe to my podcast, Almost Adulting, so you never miss another short Tuesday episode or a full hour Thursday episode, or I've added now another episode on Sundays called Blast from the Past. Yeah, we you will now get three episodes a week for me, all different types of episodes. Thursdays will be the regular episodes where they're an hour long and it's either solo or I interview someone. Tuesday episodes, well, you'll find out soon shortly what they're going to be about we are changing it up and then sunday's episodes are a blast from the past they're going to be episodes that i've previously recorded they were removed from my podcast i'm bringing them back for anyone that ever missed them that's why it's a blast from the past also for those who are more into video i forgot to mention because a lot of you keep asking me we now have the podcast on youtube and we post the full thursday episodes the following day on friday so every friday the episodes are on YouTube. Just go to Almost Adulting YouTube channel and you'll never miss an episode again. Like right now, you can catch up on last week's episode of Hollywood's Secret Sex Club Society on YouTube. All right, before I start with today's episode, I do have some bad news. Full transparency. I may even get in trouble for saying this, but I just want to be as honest as possible. The reason the last two weeks there was no Tuesday episode And the reason earlier when I said five minutes maybe may not be the case is because it seems that I was not aware, but I am in a binding contract with my podcast network and I was not aware of some terms in the contract. And apparently I am not allowed to produce short five minute episodes. I am currently in breach of my contract. So I took two weeks off on Tuesdays to kind of figure out what to do because I've been asked to either stop making these episodes or to make these episodes a bit longer so I won't be in breach. That means they need to be around 20 to 25 minutes. So I finally decided to make the decision to say, fuck it, we're going to be making these Tuesday episodes and it's okay. It'll be a little, a little bit more work for me than I expected, but I love you and I am passionate about this podcast and I'm passionate about you and I want to see and figure out what works. So let's fucking go. These episodes will be a little bit longer and I kind of wanted to think 
about what we can do with it. And that's where I realized instead of being called what I learned this week, dash something, it will now be called confession corner. So while I will still continue to do what I learned this week, my five minute, five to 10 minute advice, I will then now add questions from you guys. Will you be able to submit them to me weekly or call in and then it's going to be your voice on this episode asking me questions or telling me crazy stories. So we've already started um, working on creating this call-in thing. So I'm really excited about it. I'm pretty sure by next week we should be able to get it going. So I think it's really exciting. I'm excited to just find a way where I'm able to include you guys in my episodes. So like every week it'll be I'll be featuring some of you. How exciting. Yay. Okay, so overall, I guess in a way, it forced me to create a new structure and it forced me to kind of think of new ways to do something. So overall, I guess good news. Thank you. So welcome to Confession Corner. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket, taking this one to the grave. All right, ladies, gays, and theys, happy Pride Month. So you have survived Mental Health Month on the podcast. And now we are officially in the middle of June, which is all about hookups and dating month on the podcast. So hello, sluts. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. But welcome. In honor of this month's topic, I figured the best way to restart these Tuesday episodes would be with what I learned this week on tips to avoid ending up with a small wiener in your mouth. Let's fucking go. There is something that's been on my mind, not in my mouth, just in my mind, and it's really bothering me. I just feel like it's time to address the elephant in the room, or I guess the baby elephant in the room. I need to speak up. If you or someone that you know has recently been a victim of Netflix and chill that turned into Netflix and disappointment because that dick did not match your expectations, like not only the lack of date effort let you down, because you thought you would at least get a free meal before you'd end up with a dick in your mouth. But then, then the sausage that ended up in your mouth turns out to be a total bust. As in, the size did not match the hype of what this man sold you on. In other words, you'd like a refund, thank you very much, and the memory of this night wiped out from your brain completely. By the way, a lot of my friends lately have been falling victim of this phenomenon. I cannot relate at the moment because I am on this diet of no dick right now. Zero dick for me. I'm currently just fasting from it because I'm tired of men. Yes, I'm tired of y'all. So I guess you can call it a little cleanse, a men-free cleanse. <laughs> but my friends who have been experiencing this, they've been telling me stories. So as a good friend that I am... I've been gutted for them and shattered. So it's been kind of on my mind lately. And here we are. I decided this needed to be addressed, which is why I've come up with three solutions for you guys to avoid ending up with a small peepee in your ass or mouth or vagina. If you're still having vaginal sex, I guess, if you're into that. And no, I am not shaming anyone. There's nothing wrong with a small member. But this is for the people who do have a sexual preference of a bigger member like for example for me girth is super important maybe i have a white set vagina i don't know 
But whatever it is, for me, that is what I look for in a partner. Again, not everyone cares about size. Some people care more about money. <laughs> so these tips of finding out the size before it's inside of you is to avoid a night of disappointment for the gals and gays that do care. Drum roll, please. Okay, number one. If you have fallen victim to this, here is what you do. I feel like it's time we brought back da -da -da -da, Netflix and dry humping. Yes, yes, you heard me correctly. Dry humping. You got to dry hump that dude like it's seventh grade all over again. And your besties just cut your bangs. And then as you grind, the test is if you feel anything as you're grinding. That kind of gives you an idea of the size. If you are not a visual person and have a small imagination or can't really feel much, do not get discouraged because we got a plan B, okay? You've got to get off of the horse and go back to making out while rubbing your hand on his thigh and going up, basically on his pants. If at this point you cannot feel his willy, then baby, it is time to panic, okay? <laughs> this may be a sign of one of three things. Number one, he's got a whiskey dick and it is not personal. He just may have a drinking problem. But hey, at least it's not you. So when you're done fucking, maybe drop him off a rehab. Number two, it is you. You are the problem. <laughs> He's not attracted to you, but sheer a buttercup. It's probably because he may be swinging for the other team. Or at least that's what I tell myself when a boy doesn't like me. I'm like, yeah, well, if you don't like me, then you're gay. <laughs> Obviously, joke, joke, joke. I'm kidding. Which leads me to the most likely answer, which is number three. He is turned on. He is into you. He is currently hard. You just can't feel anything because he may not be packing down there. And that's your sign to run if you have a white set vagina like me. Unless, of course, you're in it for the ring or the money because you're just tired at this point of working and you're ready to quit that job and have a man fully support you. I'm fully supporting that because girls same like in this economy. But I have warned you. Okay. I actually recall in my early dating days, I dated this guy for a short period of time and we actually did not work out because he was a sociopath, but it turns out he also had a small wiener. So I'm assuming maybe that's why he was such a bad person because he was just angry at the world. <laughs> and I remember we used to sexually flirt so much in text message. So he was literally like, you know, getting me overly excited and, you know, making my expectations go pretty high up and I could not wait to sleep together. And for whatever reason, he wanted to wait. Hmm. So the buildup just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I remember finally getting to the hot and heavy moment of dry humping first. And I felt nothing in his pants. I even got off the horse and rubbed my hand on his thigh and still nothing. And I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe he wasn't hard. Maybe he wasn't turned on. Or maybe he's wearing like, you know, really thick jeans. It was winter in California. So that's like 70 degrees here. <laughs> you know, some people find it cold. If you live in California for long enough, he could be one of those people, you know. But no, no, he just had a pencil dick. And being a sociopath to top of that obviously was enough of a deal breaker for me. Thinking about it, he was sober. So he couldn't be number one. He wasn't a drunk. So it's not whiskey dick. Uh, number two. He couldn't keep his hands off of me. So it couldn't have been number two. I don't think, at least not that night. I mean, he could be swinging for both teams, but definitely was swinging for my team as well. So all we had left is number three. But I was clearly in denial. I just wanted something inside of me. 
So one night we finally decide to go all the way. And then he starts undressing in a super weird way, in a way that he's like, ah, don't look at me. And then when he's finally nude, I tried to kind of sneak a glimpse to see like what I'm working with. And I can kid you not. He goes, <laughs> no peeking. And then kind of like jumps and moves his legs to, to hide his penis. <laughs> like he switched his legs up and like a weird jump. And, and I was like, um, what the fuck? He wouldn't even let me see it. And when I tell you a small, it, was, it wasn't like a regular small penis. Like it was definitely a micro. And then it was so small, he couldn't even get hard. So looking back now, he had such small dick energy. So literally makes sense. Moving on. Here is the second way to tell it is small. If he won't stop talking about anal, I'm not kidding. This dude that I just mentioned was always bringing up how much he was into anal before we even saw each other's privates which should have been the hard giveaway, no pun intended, since dude with small dicks love anal. It's their thing because it's a much tighter hole you can both enjoy. Which, by the way, ladies, it's not that bad, to be honest. I like anal. I haven't had anal in forever, though. So I think I like the memories of anal. I like it. And I would rather do anal with a guy that had an average or even better, a below average dick. I'm not going to lie. My first boyfriend had a small dick. Anal was easy peasy. My second boyfriend had a big dick and I was kind of like, maybe we shouldn't because I'm afraid I'm going to shit on you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I, I'm going to cut that out. No, I won't. Fuck it. <laughs> what do you expect when you put in someone in someone's butthole? Like, what do you think is going to happen? You know, get over it. Okay. I'm just laughing because I can talk about anything, but talking about bathroom stuff is just something that I cannot do. I'm just one of those people. I think it's because my parents never passed gas in front of me. I've never passed gas in front of a partner. I don't like to go to the bathroom and in public restrooms. I don't, I will never go to the bathroom at my partner's house. Like it's just not my thing. So I've always been really weird about number two, but ain't no, I'm talking about all the other stuff I can do. Talking about going to the bathroom. No, but that's just me. You know, can't force me to be someone else because I will not, but it's okay if you're comfortable with it I'm just not I think that's the one thing I rather I want to leave to the imagination with a partner where he'll never have to imagine me going to the bathroom even though obviously we all do it but also may I just add if he's also super into eating girls out it's probably because he learned how to do that based on his tiny wiener which by the way love that for him very smart man that guy is built for success because he saw his shortcomings, he didn't blame the world for it, and he said, how can I still be the best? That guy is probably a fucking CEO somewhere. Oh, sorry for swearing. But you get what I'm saying? I would date that guy. I would have anal with him, and I would let him eat me out till the sunrise, okay? So I am all about that guy, because that is not a deal breaker. If he eats pussy super well, I do not care what size he is, and let me tell you, boys, most women will not care. You are a keeper. So that's just something to keep in mind. I will never date a man again that does not go down on me. My standards have changed. I actually talk about it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. 
So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This week on my podcast with Alex on Thursday, we discussed that our standards have changed. The last two men I've been with have gone down on me for hours and they wanted to pleasure me nonstop. And after that, I was like, I will never date a man again that says, "Mm, eating out is not really my thing. Well, guess what? You're not my thing. You can go. So- the dude that I mentioned, the sociopath with the small wiener, that wasn't his thing either. So his thing was just having a really small dick and a bad personality, I guess. All right, moving on to number three solution for you. Are you guys ready for this one? If you were not into dry humping because you just blocked seventh grade out of your memory and you do not care if he eats the puss, you're like, V, no, I'm not even thinking about any of that. I just want to pee in my V. I got you, sis. So if you find yourself with a disappointment in your hand, aka you giving a handy, which by the way, I always say the best hand job is when you're using your mouth. But if you're into, you know, the old days with using your hand, good for you. So if you're finding yourself with a disappointment in your hand, what you need to do is you got to remind him that you're a good girl, that you're suddenly having second thoughts because God, Jesus, whoever your God is, told you it's a no-go. Not because of a small wiener. You got to be like, wait, no, no, we can't do this. No, not until marriage. I just remembered. Oh my God. Whoops. God wants better for us. And not even in the back door. I asked God last night and God was like, no, I have eyes everywhere, even in the back door. So then you got to pick yourself up and you got to let him know that you'll see him Sunday at church. And if he's like, wait, aren't you Jewish? Then you got to remind him that it's 2022 and it's inappropriate to assume someone else's religion. You're welcome. Boom. And guess what? That's actually probably going to make this guy like you even more. And then you guys are probably going to get married. So hopefully he's super rich and you'll have a ton of anal 
So you're good. Did I not just solve all your problems or did I not just solve all your problems? I'm assuming I did not solve your problems, but maybe I did. Maybe for 10% of you, I did. And that's all that matters. I hope you enjoyed this lovely, silly episode. Let me know how it works out with your Netflix and disappointment phenomenon. If you want to DM me some fun stories and you want me to give you a shout out next time and share them, I'm all about it. Let's fucking go. Obviously, everything. The fact that I need to constantly now have disclaimers is maddening to me, but that's the world we live in. So here's a quick disclaimer. Obviously, this is all jokes. Obviously, I'm a comedian and a funny person for a living because my parents didn't give me enough attention growing up. So here we are. I was making a ton of jokes. This is no way to offend anyone. This is no way medical advice. This is no way telling you what to do. I am assuming everyone that's listening has their own opinions and their own thoughts and know what's right and what's wrong for them. I just wanted to have a quick little light episode after a month and a half of serious mental health episodes on the pod. This Thursday's episode, though, is going to be so fun because Alex Papicho is back and we have a blast. It's, I'm obsessed with this episode. I'm obsessed with her. So definitely tune in for Thursday's episode. Oh, by the way, before we hang up the phone, I have something else for you. I do have two ways to tell if a man has a big dick and I'm going to make this real fast. Okay, forget the small ones for a second. Here are two quick tips of how to tell if a guy has a big wiener. Drum roll, please. Here's number one, height. And number two, finger length. And what do you mean by that? Let me tell you. Number one, short kings. Yeah. Shout out to all my short kings out there. Because that means that, and my mom have said this before, which was kind of gross because she winked at me when she said this. My mom even said this. When men lack in height, they make up in other places. And then she winked at me. And I said, mother, dad is one inch shorter than you. What does that mean? And she didn't respond to that, but I think we both knew what that meant. It meant that I will have to go to therapy now for the rest of my life. But yeah, that's a fact. Uh, not about my dad. <laughs> Fuck. But probably, that is probably a fact as well. I just don't want to think about it. Um, but it is based on research, not family research. <laughs> People are not related to me research. And my friends talking to them about guys. I've noticed, so far it seems that men who are 5'8", Five seven, five six, and shorter. Big dicks. Science, promise you. Men that are five nine, five ten, five eleven. You can't tell. Sometimes really small dicks. Sometimes big dicks. But like sometimes average. That one is kind of your your. It's kind of you're betting there. You know. I would say five nine usually small dicks. Five ten, five eleven, five ten small dicks. Five eleven. You're not sure. Then six feet and taller. You're, I'm not sure. Again, it's a bet. You're, you just don't know. But I will tell you, I've noticed when guys have big butts and like thicker bottom areas, like like they just have like a thick butt and like thick thighs. That's actually actually the third way you can tell if a man has a big dick. If guys have thick thighs, they're fucking packing. And I know this on research. Okay, now the third way to tell if a guy has a big dick is the finger length. And what that means is it's basically... And this is scientific. You can Google it. It's basically the bigger the difference between a man's index finger and a ring finger, the bigger his penis will likely be. Maddening, I know. But I have seen some guys who have, um, who their, their um, I think, either ring finger or index finger is super close to the middle finger and then the other finger is much shorter. So yeah, the bigger 
the difference between a man's index finger and ring finger, the bigger the dick. So next time, ask to see someone's hands before you fuck them, okay? You're welcome. Okay, so if you do enjoy today's episode, please share this episode in your stories or with your friends since it really helps the podcast a lot. Make sure you download the episodes every time you're listening to them. That also helps. And, you know, leave me a review. That also helps. It makes a huge difference and it helps me be able to continue producing this podcast and all of these episodes because I just want to give you more content. I just want to see what works, what doesn't. So I'm like, you know what? Let's put all my effort into this podcast. All right. Anyway, DM me some awesome stories based on this episode, any Netflix disappointment. I'd love to hear if you want to get featured. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast, Almost Adulting, and tune in to this Thursday's episode. We're not bringing back Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday episodes. I love you so much, besties. Have a beautiful night. Oh, hi, guys. Sorry, you thought you got rid of me. Not so fast. I just realized I need three more minutes of your time so I can hit my 25-minute quota so I will not be in breach of my contract and I will not get sued. (laughs) So bear with me. Uh, There's a short little story from this episode that I cut out that I didn't see the point, but now we're just gonna, we're just gonna put it back in. Yeah. If you're surprised, I edit my own episodes for Tuesdays and on Sundays, just because, you know, to full transparency to save money, <laughs> I already pay enough for my producers and my editors. And it's all revolves around my Thursday episodes and then to post on YouTube, which don't forget to subscribe. So then me adding in for the hell of it for fun just to give you more content on Tuesdays and Sundays. I figured that should be my responsibility. And then to save money, I just try to do it myself. Anyway, here's a little story to hit my 25 minute quota. You don't have to listen to it. You can go. The episode's done. Or you want to do my favor and just stick around <laughs> to make my podcast um, network happy. I love you. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Kind of funny, kind of not, but I've already actually recorded this episode along with nine other episodes for my Tuesday episodes. And guess what I did? I forgot that they were still on my drive and I didn't transfer them over. I mean, they were on my, not on my hard drive, on that, <laughs> on that little disc that your memory, it was on my memory card and I forgot to transfer it to anywhere else, to, to my drive. And then I did a quick cleanup of all my little memory cards because I was recording new episodes and my editor was trying to have me do my due diligence. So then, you know, the new interviews, you know, don't stop recording in the middle because there's no memory room. So I did that. And then a week later, I realized, oh, bestie, you silly goose, you erased 10 episodes (laughs) off of your memory cards, including this one, not to mention the time it took you to write these and then the time it took you to record them. Had a little tiny little breakdown. I mean, maybe for five minutes, I listened to this. There's a song that always makes me feel better when I'm having a bad day. It's called, so you have a bad day. You take it one down. You sit a sad song just to turn it around. Honestly, not my voice. I don't love my voice, but love the song. And it made me feel better. I realized it's being a silly goose. Then people reached out and they told me how I can actually revive all my episodes back 
but I think on the Mac, I'm not sure. Whatever it was, then I spent three hours trying to figure that out until I realized that I may have not even transferred all those episodes onto my laptop. It may have just stayed in my memory card. So in conclusion, I got over and I said, you know what? The universe and God wanted me to re-record them. Obviously, the last time I recorded it was a shit job and no one wanted to tell me the truth. So they just said, sis, we're going to erase them for you. So here we are. Here we are. Here I am recording this whole episode all over again. So hope you enjoy it. I love you. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day.